How she couldn't. Right, hello everybody. Welcome back to the How She Cutting podcast. My name's Keen. I'm here with Jamie and Gary. Um, you may notice we have an extra camera on the screen today. So I'm here at Roisin. She's from uh, Leaving Underscore Certificate Underscore 2021. And she's here to kind of firstly just kind of um, detail to us her experience with education over the last year and a half. And also just to kind of share the views of some of her followers and represent some of their views on the show today. Um, so I guess, I mean, Roisin, do you want to introduce yourself to our viewers first? Yeah, sure. Um, before all this begins, I'm just going to briefly introduce myself. My name is Roisin and I'm currently a six-year Lunacid uh, student of 2021 and I currently attend a deaf school in Dublin City Centre called Mount Carmel Secondary School. Um, and my experience lately with all of this, uh, I suppose, this education and uh, COVID-19, etc., um, when it comes to mental health, I can say for myself and many Lunacid students out there, um, you know, who's currently doing a lean cert this year, I can say that our mental health has been completely down the drain lately. I'm pre- pretty sure I can say the same for you three lads, right? Yes, and, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely tough yeah. to say I'm out of yeah, it. It's, already, it's yeah. really tough. It's mm-hmm. really tough. Um, you know, especially last year we had already a, a lockdown and we missed like three months of school already. And this mm-hmm. year, you know, a further, I don't know, like two months or possibly even more. And yeah, I mean, when it comes to education, online classes, I mean, it's doable. It's okay. But the thing is, it's tough, especially when you're learning new information, etc. It's and keeping up with um, all of the assignments. It's really tough. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not sure how you guys are finding online class, but, you know, for me, it's it's really, really tough. Yeah. Mm. And, I definitely yeah. think like, yeah, just what you're saying, it can be tough with all the, the work. Definitely, yeah, like even if you yeah. slip for slip for a couple of minutes, like you know, that pressure just builds up because it it's just continuously coming at you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the pressure, you know, lately people have, you know, many students out there they've been texting me daily, like you know, just constantly talking to me, chatting to me, you know, and asking me all of all um, about this situation. And you know, they've just telling me that their mental health, you know, it's been trash lately on you know, their mental health. It's not in a good state at all. And neither is mine, to be honest. Uh, you know, I can say the same for all the Linser students out there. And that is basically why I'm representing, you know, my school, basically all of my Linser students out there, uh, Linser friends out there, you know, and, you know, we're trying to basically spread the word around and offer um, the option of particular grades, I guess. And yeah, mm. like, I mean, right now i think the option the option of uh, predictive grades would be the best option out there instead of the traditional leaving cert would that be like the consensus of like everyone who you've talked to yeah like majority of them yeah there there are you know one or two people out there Mm -hmm. um who who wants the you know the actual traditional lean cert exam and i have asked them why and they told me that you know their their teachers mock them hard usually with the exams and sometimes uh i remember one student uh told me last year her teacher just basically whipped out all of their mock exams mock exams and just graded them based on that and i personally i think it's really unfair you know their teacher didn't use their summer exam results or christmas exam results uh within fifth and sixth year all they did was they just worked out their mock results and based them on that and that is why they don't want predictive mm. grades but many people like i say i say like 99 percent of all the students out there they want the option of predictive grades you know mm. um yeah. a, a written exam as well as um the option of their uh, calculated grades or mm. you know continuous assessments etc like what do you guys think about continuous assessments Continuous assessment, personally, I don't think, 
I think it's just a fancier term for predicted grades, in my opinion. Yeah, because 100%. it's gonna it's gonna have to involve teacher influence. There's a point where teachers are gonna have to intervene because you know a student right at the very beginning could suffer. I'll use this example right. If you sit 15 tests right, you score between you say about 40 percent right for 10 tests. Because you, you just can't understand the material or stuff later down the line is what helps you, you know, to fully grasp the previous stuff that you've covered. And then if you make strides in your last five tests and get, say, 80, 90 percent, that brings your overall average to about 53 percent, which is yeah, not really sure. reflective of the learning curve of a student. And in that case, then there would have to be teacher involvement. They'd have to intervene and, you know, say, well, this isn't what he'd get. I predict him to get this. Essentially, I think I think it's more just predict the grades with more firmer, you know, you know, stuff to base off. That's my opinion. Maybe my logic's quite, uh, might be flawed, no. but that's that's my perception of how no. like that grade system would work. Teachers' input, like it, it's it's fancier word for predict the grades, essentially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and definitely, Jamie, what you said there, it's completely true because uh, many students who I've spoken to on Instagram, on social media, that's what they told me. Because, you know, with continuous assessments, you get uh, weekly exams every every single week. And sometimes, in fact, for every subject, you might get up to three, t- two, three exams every week. Um, you know, especially with uh, this COVID-19 and last year's predicted grades, chaos, and the teachers, they are afraid that we might get predicted grades again this year. So what they've done to our school and to many schools out there is that, you know, we're doing you were doing weekly exams every single week. And it's putting a lot of pressure on, on, on all of the students, including myself. And yeah, and I personally think, you know, it, you know, it is really hard. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think. Yeah, but I think I, I think. It, if it was implemented earlier on, you know, from the start of the year or even, you know, you know, from the start of the year or in any given year, say if it was to go forward, this was to happen in every any given year over the two years, you know, maybe that would work out in our situation. Maybe if at the start of the year they did implement that system, maybe it would pan out a bit nicer than what I've just described. But well, the fact of the matter is, is that what we have about five months left until we sit in the exam. It's still up in the air. They still haven't decided whether that's the case that they want to do that. Go with that system. Go with that approach. The longer that they leave it, the more restrained the data is for them to collect. Or they'll put more pressure to do more exams, which is just not healthy for people. And people will just suffer overall. But, you know, it's not a good time to do continuous assessment, in my opinion. You're saying there about the, the, whatever, testing every week. Our school is the exact same, like, yeah, like, oh my god, like constant pressure. Yeah, but schools like us, like like the schools that have done that is essentially continuous assessment. Like they can give a predicted grade, no bother. Like like our our teachers say, Oh no, that's no bother, we could give a predicted grade because like you've been getting so much like it's it's clear that like if you're getting the same result over and over and over again. Predicted grade would work in that situation. But then most schools didn't. Yeah, exactly. You see, there's always, uh, I, I just f- personally feel right now, whatever decision the government makes, whatever decision Norman Foley and the team makes, there will always be those certain number, number of students who are not that happy, if you get what I mean. Because you can't make everyone happy, obviously, with whatever decision they make. But again, they have to make a decision or, I suppose, an option where majority of the students, teachers and principals out there, um, you know, majority of them will be happy with mm-hmm. it, if you get what I mean. 
But again, yeah, I think what students need right now is complete clarity. And they're not being transparent and clear with us at the moment. I don't think they are. You know, right well, now... Well, first of all, first of all, they were like, oh, we should have a decision decision by yeah. mid this week. And, you know, <laughs> the, the decision this week is, oh, yeah. we'll have a decision in, t- in, in, in two weeks, yeah. which yeah. makes no, absolutely no sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll read this out real. I'll read this out real quick. So Ashley Nikushla, um, that's uh, Virgin Media. I'm gonna say, and is it? I think so. Uh, this is what she tweeted. So she says the Leaving Cert Advisory Group has met today for the fifth time uh, at Department of Education. Today's meeting included discussion on what further measures could be made to address the demands of students preparing for the examinations. It continues to on to say, having regard to the impact of current school closures for face-to-face tuition. Uh, there was discussion on the scope and form of assessment for the examinations, orals and practicals, coursework and provision of the provision for out of school learners. A sixth meeting is planned for next week. So, so pretty much that says yeah. uh, oh, that the greatest load of you know. Again, I think right now they're trying to drag. They're just dragging. I think at the moment yeah, they're yeah. trying to do whatever it takes to not get uh, predicted grades. You know in. You know, they're not, they're trying their very best, you know, to drag this whole thing um, so that they don't want, they don't have to take the predicted grades system into consideration, if you get what I mean. I think that's their plan right now. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, with uh, constant Twitter storms on social media, with constant pressure, you know, I, I think Norm Foley and her team, they have to speed up a bit, you know. See, yeah, I, I think it is, it is important to um, kind of acknowledge that, like, Norma does have a lot of stuff on her plate, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, And totally, I think, yeah. I don't like to teacher bash and union bash, but it doesn't help much when, I mean, the students, like, we've clearly outlined our views on this. I mean, um, the results of the ISSU survey, which were pretty comprehensive against the uh, students' wishes to sit a traditional yeah. leaving cert, was brought to Norma Feld, and she has seen that information, which is important to acknowledge. Um, but, I mean, just from the press release, which, um, which Gary just said there, like, I think if you're looking into it, I think it's kind of clear that there is a certain roadblock somewhere along the line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, if you're listening to, uh, I think, was it Primetime? Um, we're one of those late-night politics shows. I don't know if anyone else watches them, but I do. Um, <laughs> and we had the General Secretary of the ASCI coming out, and after everything which has gone on, all the Twitter storms that you mentioned, that you mentioned, Roshi, yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. um, we still have the unions, the teachers' unions, going against their students and saying, we want the traditional leaving cert. Now, obviously, I feel that they're making some sort of a case behind closed doors for a leaving cert, which we can only just kind of have conjecture on, like speculate about right now. And it is a communications issue from the department as to, like, why they've never said why we need to sit a leaving cert. Really, the Mm -hmm. only thing that they have said is because pretty grades were messed up last year you know um and it is important to kind of touch on the teacher side of it is in that like i know that some teachers you know last year they kind of felt like they didn't have the ability to mark their students it sounds stupid i think but they didn't feel like they were capable of marking their students correctly that makes sense to sit um for a predicted grade to go in and give them a h1 or go yeah. and give them a h2 in um in the exam because they just weren't given guidance from the departments on how to go about doing that like there is no standardization process in the teacher grades given to um mm. their students which is why there is such a disparity between 
the grades your teacher would have given you and then when your grade got put into the algorithm then it came back out on the other side or something else you know that's where that was occurring and i would be assuming to kind of back up the teachers here is that the department doesn't have a plan on how to you know go about doing um grades and because the teachers would be a big part of that because there's no plan the teachers aren't being told what they would have to do in that situation and therefore they're a bit apprehensive about having to do a repeat of the predicted grade scenario you know um there's no one to judge and jury there and there yeah they want to, they, they have they the teachers the unions mm. obviously are in the, of the belief that the leaving series is the fairest thing to do you know? Yeah, but again, you see, the thing is, teachers union, again, I have to say this again, teachers union, I think, personal, personally, I think that the teachers union, they should be standing on our side. They should be mm. listening to the voices of all the students, leave search unions and junior search unions, whatever, all the students out there. But the thing is, they're not. They're just being really adamant and really stubborn. So, <clears throat> oh, yeah. you, know, you know what, guys? I just we want the lean search to happen in, in a traditional way. We don't yeah. care if there's war going out going on in the next room. We don't care. We want the lean search to happen. If you yeah. get what I mean? No, I do. Yeah, just, yeah. I just don't think they give a damn about the students. Not to be rude or anything. But like, I, they should be the one listening to us. Norma but Foley, ISTNI, and all, all of that. I think they should yeah. definitely listen to us. But apparently, okay. at the moment. I think they're beginning yeah. to, but the thing is, they're not mm. listening to us. Still. I think the, the hyperbole used around it is, you know, it's in your best interest. In your best interest, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, you should sit it. You should sit it because it's in your best interest. Oh, but we think you should do it because it's your best interest, without actually telling us why it is in our best interest to sit a leaving cert over, you know, some other alternative. But then, Gary, you're you about to say something there. Sorry. Yeah, I was saying like just talking about the teachers not supporting but there is those teachers out there that are mm-hmm. yes, curious yes, i have right. a teacher like, who would be who I, would be with us i've i'm reading here here's a tweet from a member from a uh, teacher he goes the asti union is a broad church with seventeen thousand members i'm a committed and long-standing member i don't agree with an absolute view on the leaving cert we must listen to our students and compromise it's their exam after all yeah, you like, see, not yeah again, not all the members of the uh, ASTI or teachers union. All not all members agree with the um, you know the uh, the idea of the traditional leaving cert uh, exams going ahead. But again, I'm just saying, you know, majority of the members they want the uh, traditional leaving cert to go ahead, and that's why on Twitter, you know, sometimes I just see those members texting underneath, tweeting underneath, saying, "Oh, you know, I think you know that the traditional leaving cert is the first option," which clearly isn't at the moment. You know, if they want tradition leaves it to happen it's clearly impossible at this point you know yeah um another thing actually mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know if anyone else heard but aiden aiden o'reardon i think that's how you say his name um he's the labor party uh spokesperson education and i believe he was on the radio today on claire burn this morning and um he was mentioning that the not to get everyone's hopes up by the way but that they're looking at axing the orals for this year again oh yeah now that's it's it's a bit of a uh, tricky situation um just in regards you know, to the specific example of the orals but just kind of looking at the bigger picture it's kind of we're basically repeating what happened to last year's class like yeah. now but except we have more time on our hands and the balls on our court to make the pro- like the right decisions if that mm-hmm. makes sense like you know because we had of last past year, failures yeah yeah like we like you know last year we had Okay, so the like school closed for two weeks, right? You still have your orals in like three weeks, whatever. Prepare for your orals. Then a week before the or- orals are meant to go ahead, they get cancelled. Everyone gets a hundred percent, you know. Um, then obviously, 
like giving everyone 100 percent in my opinion would be a bit unfair um yeah so there's a bit of backlash and they took it out um and then it was kind of going okay you're still doing your leaving searches there's no oral um mark going to think- results and then ended up that the thing was cancelled you know mm-hmm. so i would be a bit worried that because of we mentioned like they're dragging they're dragging this entire thing out that we're literally just looking at a repeat of last year because if you think about it like i mean really what has changed since we um since the 11th of january when we didn't go back into school like nothing has changed in three weeks the union stances haven't changed the department stances it's begin to the department seems to be kind of changing a little bit they're looking at least they're looking at other options you know they're agreeing that um they're looking at alternatives to a traditional leaving so they're taking everything into account hopefully um and kind of looked into a bit more but i think there are a few more roadblocks that we need to get through before um well before a decision is finally made on this so it is going to take a little bit more time it's not going to be like i think everyone understands this though like it's not going to be a we're not going to have a decision on this in next week and i would i'd be pretty skeptical that we'd have a decision on this before I don't know. After we before go it's absolutely school. necessary yeah. to have but, a decision. Yeah, literally. The blames coming from as well though is like, like people are saying, "Oh, this is complex issue. Oh, it needs time." But the thing, as uh, the first time when the schools, uh, when they said leaving started going back, and then that failed. Like there was no, there was no plan B. There was never anything like to say this is what we're they going never to do considered it. You know, like you, if you think about it, if they had if like planned for something like this even if they didn't have to use it like we could be might, we're not might be back in buildings obviously but we'd have some sort of like change on the course coming back like they could have planned for this and they probably should have planned for this but of course yeah. naturally yeah. here we are on the podcast um, roshi like what has been obviously from your running of your page like um from the people who've spoken to you through that page like what have the, what are they all saying are they all saying like we want pretty grades basically yeah yeah definitely um you know like out of all the people who voted i remember i did a poll um on my instagram account once Mm -hmm. on my story and 90 percent of everyone literally said we want the option of predict the grades and um about like 10 percent people um voted like you know of the traditional insert but then i remember one or two people when when i gave them a text um they were like oh i'm not leaving so soon so i'll take into account that you know there's only like about eight or nine percent of people who wanted um the traditional leaving certs but again that that big that number isn't huge at all and yeah and i mean they've been speaking to me a lot lately saying that hey uh, russian do you know if uh, predicted grades will happen or not this year and you know i'm just trying to i suppose text them back and say you know guys again i'm not I'm not a member of the SEC or the Department of Education. I can't give you an exact, yeah. precise answer on that. I was like, you know, we can only do, you know, fingers crossed, hope that we will get the option of predictive grades. And those students who want to sit the actual written leaving cert exam, they can, you know, go ahead and do it. But otherwise, you know, just go for predictive grades. As, as our um, vice principal said, like literally Twitter is not healthy at the moment for leaving cert. Like, no, it is. like like you have labor saying one thing you have this saying the other then the oh then the, this other parties change their views then you have the townish coming out with like statements saying oh yeah we're looking we're exploring into this but like there's no like clear it's just kind of like throw away words then you have uh eamon ryan from the green party then saying 
oh yes, the leaving star is definitely going ahead. That's all. That's all within less than seven days. Like, so how are you supposed yeah. to say? Um, like, we don't what know how to, who to believe at this point. Like, it's all yeah, like, contradicting each other. Like, oh my god, who do we believe in? You know, well, the leaves like, that actually happen or not, we don't know. Like the opposition's pushing, and they're every day of the week they're coming out with saying like things like like Labour Party saying that the odds will be cancelled. Like, wh- where's Labour getting that from? Like, you know, I would go with like so for me, I would I would tend to kind of be on the side of your man Aidan O'Riordan because he was like the one of the first people to come out and kind of state the obvious and say you know schools might not be back open until St Patrick's Day and look what's happening now like no schools no, might uh, not be fully open until March fifth or something I. I I I admire him on the whatever the in the doll and I'm not saying that but I'm saying it's like there's so many different areas where information's been pulled from it's hard to know yeah, who's actually time. saying the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe it's all true. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all true. Maybe like there is gonna be a leaving surf, but it's gonna be in the form of an option. Maybe there's the orals are gonna be cancelled, like but they're not just saying that. Like no one's actually properly come out from an official like government um perspective, no one actually has said anything. Just throw away comments is the way you put it. I mean, um, mm. I did, I did notice in my school, kind of, the talk has been that we're going to be doing an exam, if that makes sense. However, again, we've never been given a reason as to why we're doing it, really. Um, like I kind of, I'm just looking at it as just they want to, just they have this thing that if they tell us we're not doing a leaving cert, we won't be motivated or something. Um, which kind of, I don't understand how, because I mean, if you're told like right now that, okay, so we're going to be giving you a few more tests from now until the end of the year, just small ones that are going to add up into your predicted grade. Like, I don't exactly think at the end of sixth year, you're going to just switch off like that just because you're not doing your leaving cert. Um, because like the thing is, is really our class doesn't have from a teacher's point of view and from the union's point of view, it we don't have enough information on ourselves to for our teachers to grade us in a lot of in a lot of cases. I mean, in my case, I, my school would be fine. Um, like we've been doing t- like as and if, if you guys have mentioned, like we've all been doing tests since the start of the year. But there'd be some teachers who still like would be like, I don't have enough information to oh, grade my students. It, Jamie. So Jamie, just, just if, get on the program. Like if they, <laughs> do, do, do exams, like come on, like if they uh, if they announced that, like, cool. pre- that we were doing that we were doing grades, um, and for now, like surely you'd still be working. I don't understand why you wouldn't be because you'd be doing, you'd still be doing more tests. I mean, we like most, like no one's done mocks yet, you know? Um, well, and- I think some people have before Christmas, there's one or two people I saw when I was school and for me, did yeah, mocks before they do, they do mocks before. But how? You got, no one finished the course before Christmas. How? But, know, but they, well, they probably would have, they would have written their own papers, I'd say. I think so. Um, exactly I mean, they're based just like Christmas yeah. tests then. Yeah, no, I had Christmas exams uh, last year. We would have had Christmas tests as well. Yeah, yeah, not Um, the max. God, no. So, I mean, like, what what will happen if we move to if we move to predicted grades, um, situation or scenario would be like, let's say if you were mocks in three weeks, it would kind of be in a way like you're sitting, you're leaving certain three weeks because Mm. your mocks going to be the biggest indicator. Indicator, and obviously that's not the best for the mental health, right? Um. But sitting and leaving sir fucking sorry yeah I'm, uh, <laughs> that, um, that's, four four months that, early like that's, that's a mock that's a mock paper that hasn't that's gonna have no reflections of the time we've missed currently that's a mock paper that like that's not gonna be the same if mm-hmm. we if we do go on to sit the leaving that there is a choice of doing the leaving um mm-hmm. like it'll not be the same paper 
Like it's going to be a wet run either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you're not like the course. Like there's not going to be enough choice or whatever they plan on doing. Like they should have from day one just like scrapped half the course or something or other. Not like they should have uh, approached that a bit better. I think, but um, no, like, like it's not going to be reflective. And like you're literally saying, I'm sitting my leaving start in three weeks. Like it's it doesn't help. Um it's just because of the situation we've been put in. It's it's like we, we can't there's no there's no point trying to blame people because really it's COVID's fault. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. it's, I don't I don't think it's anyone's fault. But like it's kind of But I think there's a certain amount of blaming you can do to the department purely because of I suppose ignorance, maybe naivety that they haven't done anything in preparation of this situation. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess, like, you can say, like, who would have foresaw the kind of the fact that Ireland Not even would have for, the worst for, for seeing it, in the world. But like, but, like, learning or developing from what has happened yeah. and know that this is, you know, something that could happen. Mm-hmm. It very strongly could happen, which it happened again, you know? Yeah, I mean, sure, look, like, in a way, I mean, no one knows, knows it's going to happen this time next year, but like, we could be looking at, a, like, let's say, I don't know how, but... Let's say we don't go back to school at all. And that's a bit of a horrible thought. Like, let's say we don't go back to school till we finish, we graduated, like, until we our first day of education is next year in September, when hopefully if you're going to college or you're doing your LCA or you're doing an apprenticeship, whatever you want to do. Um, I mean, does that mean that the fifth-year class, like like the class 2022, also have to do previous grades? Um like Even is, if they don't do producer grades, I think they have to make more changes to the uh, written paper. I to think. The exam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like, kind of, we mentioned that already on the show, but, like, I mean, Roshan, have you found, have you found that the um, alterations they've made to the exam so far have affected your studies in any in any way, or? Um. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it affected a lot of people out there, including myself. Yeah. Mainly, I just kind of feel a bit unmotivated lately. I'm not sure if that's the same with you guys. But well, no, I mean, I've... I mean, like um, the the changes they made to the exam, as in like the extra choice you've gotten and stuff. Oh, as in like different subjects and all. Yeah, yeah. Else. Like, how how have you found that? As they have. Oh, like... the changes. Um, you see, that's just. Uh, so I do Irish, English, maths, the three core, the three core subjects. Um, and and then I chose uh, geography, French, biology, and chemistry. Now those subjects, majority. Have you done your geography project yet? No. Oh God, no. Have you? <laughs> No, no, I don't do geography, but um, yeah, normally, no, like, haven't. before Christmas and all, they'd, they'd already have done, gone to, like, Glendalough the to do the, uh, yeah, no, we the, the, the coastal erosion or whatever, but... Yeah. No, we haven't yet. We haven't gotten what, any of What's the story yet. with that? Has that been trying in the bin yet, or...? Oh, well, Jesus, I don't know. I mean, again, uh, not my teacher, my geography teacher, she doesn't know. She doesn't have a lot of information either from the department. Like, right now, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. No one knows what's going on. So, yeah, like, I mean, when it comes to subjects and the changes they made, personally, I think that, um, uh, the like, when, when it comes to chemistry and biology, do you guys do, you know, those two subjects? I do chemistry. Yeah. You see, when it comes to experiment, experiments, especially when you're not doing the actual experiments in school, it can tend it can to get difficult. really hard. It can be difficult to understand, mm. you know, and you can't really, uh, you know, ask the, any, the teachers any questions because, you know, you remember online. the procedure and all yeah, exactly. Conclusions, uh, you know, etc. And um, you know, you're gonna have to stay at home and watch the experiment videos on YouTube by yourselves. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard. 
And, you know, I just wish they could have done something about the experiments, like taken a few out or, you know, just added, you know, a bit more, I suppose, options or just told us, you know, what group of um, experiments will come up in question yeah. one, two and three, etc. Anything like that. And again, same goes for biology. But again, you know, changes have been made. And I think they were personally, I think they were OK. But like, again, more changes should have been made. And especially, can I just say, I do high level maths. And can I just say the maths exam paper? Do you guys do high level maths? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I just say the high level maths exam paper is section A and section B. Two sections altogether. They only added two extra questions. Now, guys, can I just say, I think that's a bit of a joke there. Well, like, how's that going to affect the amount I, of study? Honestly, like, I have no idea what has changed in maths because I don't understand that. So it doesn't affect it. I don't even notice that at all because like, if we were doing, a, like, if they could give me 10 extra questions, I still wouldn't know how to do half of them. So, um, like, I mean, yeah, look, it's... it's our, our teacher hasn't even, like, you know, approached the, the topic of the changes they made. They, I don't think I don't even told. There were no changes. changes in maths. That's the problem. They there has been zero changes in maths. Actually, they need, just added two extra questions. Questions like how's that going to change anything? Man, at before, all? before, before Matsy turned around and you were like, you know what, the paper's already easy enough. Like, there's only six questions, ten questions, do six. Like, just didn't sorry. even change it. Like, no, but like that's that's the thing. Like, but what we like, you need to have the course finished. And I don't, we don't plan on finishing the course anytime soon for maths. Like, I tell you that for sure. Yeah. Um, or like trying to do it remotely, like, and oh, hmm. yeah, like. You, you just find yourself um, just lost. Really, really. Mo- really, most time you just find yourself looking at a blank uh, sheet with just a few um, with a few fucking grids in it. That's all. Uh, that's <laughs> a all. Few, I few uh, integrals drawn and a few sigmas here and there. If yeah. even, even if you even get that far, <laughs> couple nice of triangles. Yeah. Do you get do you get marks right the question number by any chance? <laughs> yeah, writing your exam number on the on the front of the thing. <laughs> just write it all across it. Yeah. Um but anyway, I think that's uh yeah, well. that's enough there, I think. So um yeah, yeah no, much thanks to uh many thanks to Roshan for coming on the show today. Um and thank, thank you, Roshan. Yeah, no no problem. Thank um you. so yeah, thanks to Gary and Jamie as well. So we'll see you next time guys. See ya. Thank you.